ladies and gentlemen, this is Bright Crack, your weekly wedding podcast for great company, banter, and good times. Now let's crack on. Hey, Linz, thank you for joining me on Bright Crack. You're welcome. Thanks for the invite again. It's great yes, to be back. It's wonderful to have you back. So today we're going to be talking about one of my all-time favorite things everybody knows, I love music. Um, obviously, you love music. You're a musician. So we're going to talk about music, more specifically wedding music. Very exciting for people. Um, but obviously, there may be some people listening who've joined us recently who don't know who you are, who haven't seen your previous episode. So would you like to just introduce yourself and tell everybody a little bit about who you are and what you do? Yeah. So my name is Lynn Crichton, and I am a songwriter. And I write personalized, bespoke songs for people getting married. So that is what I do in my business. I do lots of other things as well, but that is definitely my happy place. Awesome. And if I'm not mistaken, you'll perform them as well, won't you? I perform them. Yeah, we, um, yeah I perform other songs as well. So I, I just perform cover songs and things as well if people want to at weddings but um this is something that I've started as a kind of like side project um it actually started by somebody asking me if I would do it for them um and I thought it was an amazing idea and I was like why am I not doing this more um and since that point I've been doing it for the last three years now so um yeah it's a thing (laughs) awesome so I guess I've got to ask because I'm I'm, I I personally am really really interested in how everything comes into play with music and how people make these decisions and choices. So how did you get started in approaching weddings and taking your music to weddings? How did that begin? Um, well, actually, it's it's the way that I got back into music uh, in the first place, sort of three or four years ago. Um, I, I was, can you believe it, a secondary school teacher of languages okay. in a previous life. Um and I knew that I wanted to to finish that and do something else, but I wasn't quite sure. And then, and you know, I got married, I had kids, my family came along, um, and I was going through that process of thinking, right, what do I want to do? And um, I, w- when I was younger, I was always musical, but two friends of mine um, that were actually getting married and knew that I used to be musical were the ones that said, we'd really love it if you could play this song in the, during the ceremony of our wedding. Okay. And I quickly snapped. I was like, yeah, let's do it. It's a great idea. Um, and then immediately thought, oh, my gosh, what have I let myself in for? Um, but after then, yeah, I just thought, no, this is what I've been missing. This is exactly what I've, I was meant to do. So that's how I got into music again, sort of professionally, um, actually, from somebody asking me to play at a wedding. Amazing. Amazing. So I I guess um, for a lot of brides and grooms out there, uh, sort of planning their weddings and thinking, what sort of music should we have? And I think people kind of come at it from two different directions, don't they? They're either really into their music and they've got such a kind of a personal take on what it should sound like, what it should look like. Um, And there are other people who kind of, I guess there are three actually, I'm going to add another one. There's one in the middle where people are sort of, um, yeah, we should have something because I know it's important. Um, but we don't really know what to have. And then there's kind of a third column of people who aren't really that fussed, you know, yeah. in the music side of things. So looking at those first two groups of people then. Yeah. Um, so you've got the people who are really into their music and the people who know that they need some music. Um, where should a bride or groom start in trying uh-huh. to kind of understand how to go about searching for music? Because I've heard so many different suggestions like, you know, go online, watch some videos. 
Um, Ring them up or get on Skype call and let them play some or sing some for you. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Um, so, yeah, how, what, from your perspective, then, what do you think? How do you think the uh, the brides and grooms should approach it? Well, I, I think absolutely one of the main things is to um, start with what you love. So what kind of music do you like? What does that look like? Do you like bands? Do you like acoustic, stripped back stuff? Do you like EDM? Do you like, yeah. you know, there's a whole range there, right? So start with, like, what kind of music do we like? as a couple, and then possibly think about, right, are we going to put music on for the day that just we like, or are we going to put music on for the day that our audience is going to like? Very, because the, very good point. Yep. Because you are um, creating an event here um, mm-hmm. that, that people are coming to to enjoy. So, you know, um, stuff that, you you know, if you like thrash metal, not everybody might like that, but you might want to have elements of that during your day. So, um, you know, start, <laughs> do you know what? It's your day. So you can do what you want, right? This well, is, right. This it, is was, the thing. it was, it was elements. We didn't go full. We didn't go full, uh, full tilt. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, you can imagine that if you were going to be attending a wedding and somebody just had, you know, Celtic symphonic metal all day, whatever, and that wasn't your jam, you'd be like, this is quite difficult to get through this day because yes. this isn't yeah, my jam. it's very off-putting so for people yeah you got you got to think about that so I, th- I would probably suggest starting with what you love first and thinking where can we put those elements through the day and thinking if it's the type of music that is kind of just easy going easy listening then you could have that ju- during your day but then also you can you can consider that your day can be chopped up a little bit in terms of music that will fit at a ceremony uh, could be different to music that's during canapes can yeah. be different to music that's you know during wedding breakfast and so on so um you can have lots of different elements but in terms of then you get into the question of well how do we want that music to be played you've got another kind of decision a nice decision but you, you know you can still have music played on an ipod if you want to course, or yeah whatever the new thing is ipods are a bit old but you know spotify vinyls (laughs) if you're into vinyls we could have a vinyl play with some speakers like you can do all kinds of different things and of course then there's live music so i think starting with the decision of what is our music what do we want and then um just thinking about it in those terms is probably what i would suggest Mm. i I think um also kind of on top of that i think this is something where you win major brownie points is people don't often consider space do they yeah um you might like the idea of having a band during your drink reception and come the day find out that the band take up half of your drink reception space and suddenly it's um you know there's a compromise there so there's definitely something to think something to think about Um, yeah absolutely and I think a lot of people, ultimately, when they work all this stuff out, they, they do like the idea of something acoustic during the drinks because it works so well. It does. It it's is right background. Vibe. Yeah, it's vibe. It's, it's it, Without being detrimental to it, it's background music, which is a good thing. You know, you've got other things going on, so you don't want the music necessarily to be center stage. Mm. But, of course, in the evening, you probably do want the music to be center stage because you want to create a party atmosphere. So that's then a, a different style. So yeah, you're absolutely right. And, and on that note of space, I would probably say 50% or even more of my bookings for when I play at weddings, the specific question is, how much space do you take up? And I go, I have a little amp and mm-hmm. me. So not that not much. much. <laughs> yeah. 1.2 people. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> cool. Cool. So, um, 
I guess from a from a songwriting perspective, then um, the idea, the concept of having somebody write a song for their wedding probably blows a lot of people's minds. But I love it. I think it's a great idea, and especially now, sort of moving into the future as we are in twenty twenty. Um, people are really wanting to brand their wedding with their personality, aren't they? More yeah. and more, because the options yeah. are there. So yeah. could you just walk us through a little bit about how you would take someone's personality and create a song that they could then use within the branding scope of, of their day? So I'm going to approach this from a bride and groom's perspective for a minute, because... Um, you, you're absolutely right. When you um, create a wedding day, you are curating an event. You're curating the people who you want to come, the elements in there, from the flowers to the colors to everything. So again, as we were talking about what kind of music you want for your day, start, you, I think starting with, um, it sounds a bit cheesy, but knowing who you are, what your personality is like, your characteristics, those types of things that you want to show through this piece of music. Those are really important elements. They are, for people who don't do this every day, they're quite mm. difficult. They're kind of like, I don't know who I am and what I want. And that's my job to tease out of you. But right, that's okay. what I love doing because lots of people, when they say, oh, it's a great idea. I'd love a personalized song, but I, I've got I've got no stories. I don't know what to tell you. And mm. I go... Right. Let me ask you. Yeah, exactly. So I ask a series of questions and there's only 10 to start off with. And they're quite they're quite they seem quite simple. Okay. Um, but that's just where we start off. And I get an idea as to how you met. What was the first thing you thought of when you saw each other? Uh, and there's some like epic stories that even come out of those two uh, <laughs> questions. But sometimes the people think, oh, I still don't have a story, you know. There will be some things um, that um, you think are boring and everyday and mundane, but to the rest of us, it's that's where the magic is. That's where the love and the attraction and the, you know, that's going to set you up for the rest of your marriage. That's where that all is. So that's what I love to find out. And that's where I start. So. Yeah, that's how the personalized song starts off. And then when I get some answers back, then I might pick out a few bits and go, can you tell me more about that bit? Or can you tell me more about that bit? And sure enough, the song writes the, <laughs> writes itself. My job's easy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and, and I guess from the kind of um, the the sound of the song, then, if, that, if that's dealing with the lyrics and the, and the subject matter, the sound yeah. of the song. Now, obviously... Um, you describe yourself as a kind of folk uh, yep. singer-songwriter, um, yep. which is one of my favorite vibes at weddings, but that's another story. Um, so if somebody loves that sound, yep. then obviously they've got a ballpark of like, you know, where that song is going to sit and how that song is going to, going to sound. Yep. Where would you draw the inspiration and, and what would your process look like for taking the words, the concepts, and turning that into a tune? I don't know is the honest answer. I mean, and that's um, a very good answer. Yeah, I, it's like when I write any song, whether it's a personalized song or whether it's a song that I just want to write. Um, I think that's called the muse. Yeah. Sometimes, um, sometimes I might have what I call a hook in my head, or I might. 
sometimes um, just by the um, the it's not the melody the syncopation in the words in a sentence or in a short five words or something will spark something off and then of course then I kind of hand myself over to the muse because yeah then you're kind of on your way by that point but it can come from anywhere sometimes it can even come from if I'm putting the laundry in and the dryer's going there's a, there's a, <laughs> there's a beat you going. know there's a beat going exactly <clears throat> and that can start you off so it can come from anywhere <laughs> awesome. that probably sounds super vague but it works <laughs> no I think I think that is a very honest answer I think it's a very good answer because it, it really does. It says to people, actually, that when you're looking for wedding music, you need to go and find the person, the artist that works for you. Because oh, they all have and you all have your own sound, um, quirks, personality that will all come into the music um, yeah. and the writing process, of course. Yeah, it's, I, mean, I call it like a chemistry patch test, which is often why when somebody says I'm really interested in having a personalized song written, I, I am more than happy to jump on a Skype call and go, right, tell me what you're thinking. What, yeah. what? Because at that point, in that first kind of 10, 15 minute conversation that would be free, by the way, it's a patch test for both of you. Um, and, I, and I think any musician worth their salt should offer that because um, you know, if, if your vibe is an indie folk kind of what, and you want a band to do it, then you, you do the same thing with a band. So it, you've got to just see if you, um, vibe with synergy. each other as well. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And it's, I think it's, <clears throat> it's worth that 15 minutes, isn't it? You might have to do it oh. a few times maybe, yeah. Yeah. um, but it's worth it in the long run. Yeah. But I mean, if you went into a florist and you were ordering your flowers and the, the same thing, you'd yeah. walk out and go to another shop. So it's exactly the same with the, I think it's the same with the musician. Yeah. No, completely. I think we, we had that with our florists at our wedding. We were Rachel was on and off the phone. You know, she said, I think we should go this way. And Rachel's like, but I really like this. And and then eventually we found a florist that, that spoke our language, you know, and then, and yeah. then that, that process could happen. These things can only happen if, if it is a two-way process and you've got open communication. And even at the point where I might have written a song and I will send a demo version of it back to clients, and I say, this is your song. So if there's something in there that you're not happy with, whether it be a lyric or the melody itself or something, then you've got to come back to me and tell me. I know for some people that that's an uncomfortable thing to do to go, oh, I don't like this bit because <laughs> British people don't like complaining. No, but, especially not about something that somebody's made. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, you know, this it, it's important. This is your mm. wedding day. Um, and so and and moving on from that, if you do get it right and you love it, Man, I've had so many responses from songs where people have been crying and they've just like, oh, because I have said before on our little podcast that music is intrinsically linked to our emotions and it can bring back all sorts of memories and things. So if you love this personalized piece of music, you can then go and put it on your videography videos or photography or make um, favors out of it. I've done it before. I've put the, the music on little memory sticks and then everybody has one of those to take away with them, that kind of mm. thing. So the stuff you can do with it, with, with just a piece of music, if it's right, is just mega, I yeah. think. <laughs> I don't, I don't remember whether we, we, we talked about it, but, um, last time, but we, I actually had this feeling coming up to the wedding that I wanted to try and do everything within my power, you know, so I didn't, I didn't miss anything that I would regret and decided to write a song uh, myself, <laughs> with my very, very limited keyboard skills, and oh. um, 
like you say, I think, again, because we tried to do something a bit exotic, you know, it wasn't... Uh, we did layer loads and loads of music that we loved into our wedding at various points. I mean, I, I worked it to the, to the nines. And, uh, but I thought for the ceremony, I just want this... I want a song, you know, that, that would kind of express some of the emotions I was feeling. And so it took months of, of just, of just uh, fighting it and attacking it. And then I kind of took... Um, do you remember there was a film called The Great Gatsby that was really, really popular a few years back and Lana Del Rey did a, a song for it. Um, and I kind of heard that and I thought, yeah, that that encompasses the sound of like yeah. what I want this thing to feel like. But um, I think the lyrics to that were, will you still love me when I'm um, not young and beautiful? I think that was oh, it. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. no, that's, that's the, the lyrics are wrong, but the, the sound of the tune is right. And so yeah. I kind of tried to absorb that and write something that was in that kind of space. Um, and like you say, I think the celebrant was really moved um, by the song. We asked my sister to sing it, um, to try and you know, bring some real sort of family in there and get it all in there and, yeah. and she was kind of really moved by it and it was it was lovely to be able to create that moment in time where the emotions are I don't know the emotion box is being ticked you know people are reacting to what you've put together and I think it, yeah. it elevates the whole thing Absolutely. so my advice to any brides and grooms is it's worth the effort seriously like you need to be speaking to people like you yeah. and having these conversations it's I just I guess it's not it really isn't the easy option, is it? It's it's like slightly more complicated than saying, oh, we like that track, let's just use that off a CD. That in itself, using a reference track, is any musician worth their salt should be doing that anyway. So right. one of my questions in, in on my inspiration form is, what kind of music do you like? And what is there a, is there a particular song that you would kind of, not, not to copy it, but to just get that, like you were saying, the vibe mm. of, or the sentiment of. But also, I have a client at the moment that is, um, oh, he's, this isn't for a wedding, but okay. th this can fit with, you know, if people are interested in, in having their song recorded, there's so many of us that in, in a dream life, we are budding songwriters. Like how many people do you know that are into music and would mm. love to have their song brought to life or would love to write a poem set to music, but they don't, they don't, they don't play any instruments. That's what we can do as well. So I'm doing this at the moment for a client who is actually lives in Germany and oh, wow. this is why the internet is brilliant. Hey. And he's like, I, I, I'm desperate to have these three songs turned into reality, but I can't do it. And I'm like, send them over, send me a rough, idea of what you want it to sound like and I will turn it into a song and send it back to you so that's another way of having a personalized song for your wedding is that you write it if, if you want to do it or and partially just, right yeah and, and we are just the vessel to make it into a reality so that's another way of doing it yeah it's <laughs> much better guys than sitting there and pressing one key at a time trying to work out what the tune sounds like which is me on my midi keyboard yeah, yeah. I don't know um yeah cool so um, just in closing then, Linz, because we're fast kind of running out of time, but have you got anything that would inspire or you think would inspire brides and grooms, like something from your own experience that would, um, that you could bring to the table to share with them? Well, I was thinking about this. So this was, I got married before I kind of became this uh, professional musician. Uh, but for our wedding day, I, um, I actually had a song as a reading during the ceremony, because I realized that um, songs, 
sometimes can say the things that we can't articulate ourselves or has feelings in it that we can't say. So we chose a Billy Joel song, um, Just the Way You Are. If I, can ju- I always forget the name of the song. I just remembered it. Um, but, nobody knows um, that you've got it on a sticky note next to no, your no, Nobody next knows I've got it down here. <laughs> Um, And so we asked a friend to read that out. And it comes back to the point that I was making before about you curating your wedding day and having little bits of your personality and identity and brand, if you want to call it brand, in uh, running throughout your day. And we for us, that was kind of like a humorous thing, a a Mm. funny thing, because the, the beginning of the song is like, don't go changing. And my friend was like, he got it in front of me. He's like, how am I going to read that out without singing the first line? But, it, you know, as soon as the song started, everybody knows it. And mm. it was like, that's a really nice thing to do. So I just figured, you know, if you don't even have a personalized song for your wedding day, you could get a song that you really enjoy and pop it in the ceremony or, or the wedding day in a different way. And you've still got some music in there. That's, I'm really glad that you 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 brought that to, to people's attention, actually, because we did something very similar for our son's naming day. Oh. Uh, now, we wanted to um, continue the theme of what we had going on. We decided to get married as humanists because yeah. uh, we couldn't, we're not really religious, but consider ourselves, you know, kind of semi-spiritual. So humanism worked um, for us at the time. And so we decided to have an, a humanist naming day. For our son, That's uh, lovely. which means that we could again go in and design all the elements and do what we wanted to. And we ultimately decided to kind of take some songs that had a very heavy spiritual kind of essence to them, especially yeah. in the lyrics. And like you did, take the lyrics off the song and use them as readings. And yeah. I think people don't often realize that songs can be beautiful poetry. You know, they oh, really, gosh. they really are. Um, it's just that in the format, I guess you've got song verse, song verse, song verse. It, it's different from a reading and you have to muck it about a bit, don't you, to make it work. But the results, they speak for yeah. themselves, are amazing. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, you don't have to read a song out as it is just because that's the order that the songwriter put mm-hmm. it in. You can just, you can even take verses of different songs if it says what you want it to say. It's all, it's all about that, though. That's a good idea. I'm doing that next time. <laughs> to write that one down make a note <laughs> if it's good enough for david bowie it's good enough for us right <laughs> of course of course yeah well Linz, listen thank you that has been an absolute pleasure uh discussing music with you today i love it um yeah so if anybody uh wants to check out your work or give you a skype call or something and get online and see and see uh, if you gel and if you can get some sync sync going, then um, you're all open for that. And Oh, absolutely. Just give me a call. No obligation at all. Just chat about what you would like for your wedding day. I'd be happy to help. Amazing. Well, Lynn, thanks again. Uh, it's great to speak to you. I'll catch you soon. Thank you. Bye, Bye guys. Cheers. Bye.